Welcome to the FBA Profits Show with your hosts Subi and Leland. Did you know the new generation of entrepreneurs is more likely to side hustle? In fact, millennials and Zers are 188% more likely to have the aim of creating a side business, compared to baby boomers or traditionalists. Hi, welcome to FBA Profits. My name's Leland. <laughs> I'm Zubi. Hey Zubi, how are you today? Hanging in there, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. Today we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to talk about reconciling shipments to Amazon. Um, really down in the weeds, how to do it. We'll have a, a good how-to um, about midway through and to the end of the video and why it's important to do it <clears throat> is the other part of it. Um, so reconciling, right, is doing an audit. It's trying to figure out your numbers that you have in-house versus maybe what you sent or what you think you're supposed to have. Um, and in preparing for today, I found basically five common discrepancies and I'll quickly run through those and Zuby, you can interject at any point. Um, you're going to want to look for discrepancies when they don't match up on what you, your shipment that you sent in um, versus uh, the inbound shipment numbers that they provide. So you might've thought you sent in 12 of whatever the item was and they're showing 11 uh, and you'll want to uh, be ready uh to dig into that discrepancy. And there's different ways to understand why those numbers might not have jived. Sometimes it's just basically whoever prepared the package miscounted, I've done that. And then um, there's other times where it might be lost, damaged. It could be on the Amazon warehouses side. So you'll wanna have good, I don't know, evidence of what you sent in. And uh, there's even a trick to that. So you maybe took a picture or what have you, but the trick that um, I'm sharing with you guys today is the weight of the package. So like I said, if you said 12, in, 12 items in and you know each one weighs a pound, when Amazon provides the statistics, the data for that shipment and it says it's 11 pounds then you know you probably made a mistake, but if they show it as 12 pounds, right, then you know there's a discrepancy of one and it's probably on their side. Uh, another uh, cause of a discrepancy that you might see in the system would be um, one of the items is lost or just damaged within the warehouse. So you, we all have talked about, we've talked about how massive these warehouses are, how much the, how many units are going in and out. It's, it's, it's really vast. So, it could take 30 days, up to 30 days for that inventory to show back up. And you're going to want to be able to be able to get in there and, well, first of all, be organized. If you see the discrepancy, start the clock going because um, there's very specific rules for loss and damage. You got to wait 30 days in order to ping Amazon to then get reimbursed for it. They'll give you money if it's been lost or damaged. If, you, if it's lost, it's lost. You can't sell it. But if it ends up being that they find it and it's damaged, they'll reimburse you for it. And that can add up over, you know, months of inventory, especially if you're moving larger numbers, maybe not so much at first. Uh, third cause or a common discrepancy is going to be uh, you had a customer that said they want a refund. They didn't like the product, product was damaged, whatever the reason, and they haven't sent it back in yet. So it might be that Amazon counted it because they gave you, there was a refund issued, but it, it's showing up as inventory, but it hasn't actually returned yet. 
And that's another one that if you see that discrepancy, you're going to want to start the clock because within 45 days, if it hasn't showed up, Amazon reimburses you. Again, Zuby and I talk about how Amazon really works with the FBA sellers to make it advantageous. Here's two reasons right there. Your inventory is being taken care of at such a high level. You, you don't have to worry about how do I get this damaged material back to me? Do I write it off at losses? If it's your own you know, fulfillment by a merchant or your own shop, you're, you're writing that stuff off. Um, sometimes you're not the one who prepares the package, so it isn't on you. Somebody else, that could be the manufacturer. If you're further along this FBA process, you're the manufacturer shipping it directly. Or maybe you have a supplier or a packer who's doing it. They might have miscounted. So that's something to think about too. Um, and just as a word of caution for those students who are moving very quickly through this process or have matured to this pro uh, part of the process, if it is coming from a manufacturer and it is overseas, i.e. China, you're going to want to have somebody in between uh, Amazon and the manufacturer, a third party, that's going to check those uh, shipments, the packages for certain things. One of them is going to be, did they send you the right amount of quantity? The other one's going to be, is it real? So if you're getting into something that's branded, you're going to be uh, concerned about counterfeiting. It happens. Amazon's very strict about it. Uh, Zuby and I have talked about it. Zuby's talked about this many times. Um, it's something you don't want to get um, in trouble for, for sure. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, you're hitting on a lot of really good and key parts and points um, here. Um, there's there's um, the, 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 the shipments from China and coming in from other countries, those are mostly private label uh, mm -hmm. type of deals. Um, and when you get to that point, and hopefully that is a, that, that is a goal for every arbitrage seller, that eventually they're going to get to a, a level where their cash flow is substantial enough in their arbitrage business or their wholesale business on Amazon that they are now able to go and identify certain products that they sell really well or that they resell really well, find sources for them, and then at least test the, water, the, the waters with private labeling. Um, you also touched on the, the uh, customer returns and getting reimbursed for that. That's also, it's a very a crucial part of, of doing the business uh, of Amazon um, and reselling on there. Uh, but the main topic for today, which is the reconciling the shipments, it, it's it's entirely dependent. Uh, we're, we're only talking about the shipments that we as sellers are sending in to Amazon to be added to our inventory for resale. Now, as, as Leland pointed out, that could come from you if you have, if you work out of your house and work out of your garage and you, you know, you go and buy stuff and get shipped to you, or you go do retail arbitrage and you bring it home and you do the labeling, you do the packing, and then you do the shipping uh, to Amazon. Uh, it can You can be using a prep and pack center. If you have wholesale accounts, your distributor or your manufacturer could be shipping, especially if you're doing uh, LTL, less than truckload shipments on pallets. They could be shipping the entire thing directly from their warehouse um, or their manufacturing facility directly to an Amazon warehouse. Um, so there's, there's a number of different ways to get inventory into your Amazon business um, and, and Amazon inventory, but once it's there, once you, you get, you know, let's say you're sending in three boxes uh, via UPS or 10 boxes via UPS or two pallets via some freight carrier, um, once it gets to the fulfillment center, that fulfillment center is vast. Um, it's, you know, like, a, it, it's humongous. Um, and so it sits there. 
And then the process starts where somebody checks in the box or the pallet, and then it goes down the line where somebody opens the box, and then they scan every single item that you have already labeled. Hopefully you're not doing commingled inventory. You do not want to do commingled inventory. We highly discourage everyone from doing it because it's, it's fraught with a, a lot of problems. Um, but if you have your own label that, that's on there, so each time they scan that, now it gets matched to your account. So you've sent in 20 Barbie dolls. Um, somebody gets there and whether it's a, it's a bot or a human being, they're going to scan it, right? It just gets scanned. One, two, three, four, five. Um, maybe they miss one of the scans. Maybe, you know, they forget. Maybe they, they're just doing it really fast and they're just moving. So they only scan 19. Maybe they double scan something and now you have 21. Um, all of these discrepancies are things you want to be aware of. And, and uh, there is a very easy process uh, that you can go through, especially when you're first starting out, to determine if the amount of uh, inventory you sent in matches the amount of inventory that Amazon says it received. Um, once you get bigger, there are third-party service providers that offer this service. Uh, for example, I, I don't do my own reconcil reconciliation anymore. Uh, we use a third-party service provider. It's just they, they, they charge 25% of whatever they recoup for us. So in other words, they, on a daily basis, they have a, a virtual assistant that runs through our system. Uh, they have access through the API uh, to our account. And they go through and check every shipment that has closed on our account. And then they say, all right, the, you, we sent them 1,900 units here. They only uh, show that they received 1,894. There are six missing. They automatically open a case uh, with uh, seller support saying, hey, here's the SKU. Here's what's missing. We shipped it in. Please uh, reimburse us. Look for it or please reimburse us if you can't find it. Then seller support will go ahead and review that. And if they determine that, yeah, you know what, it makes sense. They send in that many. Uh, we can't find it. They will automatically reimburse you. Uh, the, the, whatever the cost of that is or the, the current market value of that is, uh, of those six items are that they lost. Um, if they determine that, no, we need additional information, you got to prove to us that you've sh shipped it, then they're going to send you an email saying, uh, we need uh, specific documentation. We need your invoices. We need proof that you've sent it. So as a smaller business uh, owner, you can always, and, and a lot of uh, people do recommend this, um, that when you're doing your shipment prep and when you're getting ready to, to ship it, just take a picture of what you've put in the box and, and just have a file that keeps those pictures so that in the off chance that you're requ required by Amazon to submit documentation, you can send that, that document. Um, as Leland mentioned, you also have that weight um, uh, reason to fall back on, right? You can say, well, look, that this, I don't have a image of what we shipped in, but the, the UPS says that I bought, I shipped a box that weighs 12 pounds. Each of my items weigh one pound and there's 12 of them in there. So it should be 12 pounds. Um, so there's, there are ways that you can work uh, towards making sure that it's reconciled properly. I can tell you from experience that the majority, 95 to 99% of the cases that you open for uh, reimbursement will get reimbursed. Um, Amazon also has their own algorithm that runs through your uh, uh, closed shipments. And a lot of times you will receive an email and without doing anything that says, hey, 
uh, we've initiated reimbursement for lost inventory because either you or we have determined that something was missing or that something was damaged at the warehouse when the shipment came in. So there is a process that Amazon does it, but it's very slow and it's a lot better to be proactive on your account than to wait and hope that Amazon catches it and gives you money back. Let's talk about that for one second. Is in, <clears throat> We're kind of focused on as things come in and we can talk about like later the reconciliation as the account is maturing as far as the products go, right? Returns, damages and all that. But at what point, well, best practices, let's start with this. How often, if you're doing it on your own, should you be reconcil- reconciling your account? At least monthly. It's, it's one of those uh, items that um, you don't want to go too long. Like as, as you mentioned in, in, uh, uh, at the beginning, um, you don't want to wait too long because I believe that there's, it's, it, Amazon keeps on changing it. I believe it's nine months now that if, if it falls uh, past the nine month period, then you cannot be reconciled. You can't claim anything. So um, monthly is a great um, benchmark. Um, it doesn't take that long to reconcile mm-hmm. your, your shipments, you know, and in 20 minutes, you can reconcile 50 shipments maybe, or t- at least 20 shipments um, because the majority of your shipments shouldn't be, shouldn't have any discrepancies. And we'll walk through in, in a few minutes here, exactly how to do an initial sort of visual check and then, find those ones, find those shipments that there is this discrepancy on and then dig deeper into it and figure out how to reconcile and open a ticket. Um, so it shouldn't be, it shouldn't take you that long, but at the very least, at least monthly, um, you know, you, it, it takes time for your shipment to be ready to be reconciled. Uh, you, the shipment that you sent in today might not be available to be reconciled on a normal year um, <laughs> for two months. Yeah. You know, it might not be available to be reconciled uh, this year for maybe five months. It's just because they're so far behind and there's so much, um, uh, so much uh, backlog that Amazon is is experiencing right now, especially with Q4. Um, but once you're once it's closed, then you your 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 timeline begins, and you have to reconcile it within X amount of months before uh, if if you're gonna get any kind of a reimbursement back. Okay. Yeah. makes sense. So monthly at a minimum. <clears throat> so then where would be the tipping point? Cause you described using a third party to do that for you and the costs associated. Um, I assume it's going to be different for everybody, but when you, for a, a new FBA seller, when would you rec, um, recommend for them to start considering it as a, how much time they're spending? Is it the value of the money? Is it how many shipments? What for you, what would you suggest as a tipping point? For me, it was uh, opportunity costs. Yeah. Um, what else could I be doing if I'm not doing that, that activity that could bring me either additional revenue uh, or somehow grow my business and progress my business forward? Um, if, there is, if I had the time to do it and I don't have anything better that I can be doing with my time at that, uh, then, then I will do it myself. There's no reason to pay somebody 25% of it because the process is very simple. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, where you need to figure out some kind of a algorithm or some kind of a specific way of creating a plan of action and whatnot. It's not complicated. It's yeah. just that, you know, you, you review it, you submit a, a you know, that paragraph and that's it. Um, and you wait for it. But there comes a point when the opportunity cost of spending that hour or two hours becomes uh, great. Uh, or it becomes to where 
you're so busy that you completely forget, which is what happened to me, right? right? What happened to us was our growth uh, rate was very fast. Um, after, with, after about six months of being in the business, we really started seeing acceler- accelerated growth in our business. So I'm trying to keep up with everything. I'm trying to, you know, all right, we got more, we need more inventory. We need more SKUs. We need, uh, which I need to figure out which ones are the best selling SKUs, how to find wholesale accounts now. It, they're just, it became so much. And we, I started from my garage or mm-hmm. my living room. So there was, you know, was my little laptop and me, and then uh, my wife and I would be, all right, we need to go shopping. We need to go retail arbitrage. We need to go hit up Target. We need to go hit up all these places. And we would literally drive around town hitting every single place to try to get inventory. And that was our main concern because the more inventory we have, the more sales we were going to have. And we were seeing sales um, and Q4 was coming along. So, and then, the turn of the year and the beginning of the year happened, you know, Q4 is done. You have the Q4 hangover and you sort of take a step back and sit down. And I was like, Oh shoot, I've completely, you know, neglected reconciling my shipments. And there, there, there were shipments that were seven months old that I hadn't reconciled. So um, I went through, a, you know, basically set aside a whole day just to be able to, because at that time I didn't understand the process nearly as well as I do now. Um, and it takes, it doesn't take that much time to understand it, but it does take practice. Um, so, and, and I went through all of it um, and then it caught, caught up with me again, because then I got, you know, second, third quarter came along getting ready for Q4. And so finally I said, no, we need to hire somebody. Otherwise I'm going to be leaving money on the table. Um, and they, you know, if I can't do it and, and they can do it, then that's 75% money uh, uh, revenue that I'm getting that I wouldn't have gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise. So opportunity cost was the main thing for me is sort of falling behind on that task. Um, one of one of my big um, business mantras and business strategies is um, if I can delegate it, I want to delegate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if, if it's something that we can automate, that's awesome. You know, that's, that's Leland. That's where <laughs> he's, he's the pro at automating oh, everything. Boy. Thank you. Um, if, if not, if we can't automate it, then we're going to delegate it. And that's where we get, you know, VAs or third-party service providers. Um, and if I can't delegate it, then I either, it's either a task that I have to do myself. And it's a very, you know, it's, it's a needle moving task that is on my plate and I have to schedule it on a regular basis until it gets done or throw it away, or it's mm-hmm. not a task we're doing. So um, once you have that mentality, then it may, becomes easier to determine, hey, what, is this task something? Where does it fall? Can I automate it? Can I delegate it? Do I need to do it or, can, or does it even need to be done? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that makes complete sense. And I do remember when you had your living room and dining room completely filled with yes. a lot of the replenishables and me asking, what's this? And really, that's <laughs> what's moving? Okay. I remember those days. Yep. So without further ado, we teased it all the way to now. So if you hung around, you get the big reward of seeing how uh, easy it is to um, reconcile. So you want to walk us through that, Zubi? Absolutely. So um, you, you recon- re- reconcile your shipments <laughs> directly through your uh, Seller Central account. Uh, so let's walk through this step by step. So you log into your Seller Central account. Account, uh, hover over inventory and then click on manage inventory. And that takes you to your manage inventory page. Um, on top, uh, there is a link that says shipping queue. Just go ahead and click on shipping queue. And now this takes you, this is the page where all of your shipments are. 
um, and the default filter for it is all. So that means that it doesn't matter at what stage of shipment uh, uh, this is, it's all gonna be showing up there. Um, on, right there on top, there is five different filters that you can filter this page by. Um, the first one, is, it says working. Uh, what that means is it's all any shipment that you have currently, that you're currently working on, that you haven't yet shipped. Um, so you have, you know, if you're using inventory that, for example, or if you're using going directly through Amazon Seller Central, you've started the, the shipment, you're adding products to it, but you're not ready to ship it yet. So that, that falls under the working uh, tab. Um, and then there's the filter for in transit. It means you have, you, you have completed the shipment and you have told Amazon that you've shipped it. Um, and either UPS or whoever's picking it up has already picked it up or they're on their way and it's gonna be picked up in the next day or so. Uh, the third uh, filter is at the fulfillment center, which means that you've finished the shipment, somebody has picked it up, it's, and it has been checked in at an Amazon fulfillment center, wherever the destination was that you shipped it to. And Amazon is currently receiving it. They're, they haven't gone through all of it, but they were still receiving it. Um, and then the fourth one is closed. And that's the one we're, we're concentrating on today. Um, and the closed is they've received it and the fulfillment center, they've gone through the entire shipment, all the boxes have been checked in, all the items that were in each box have been shipped, uh, checked in. And this is where now you can reconcile it. At any other time before this, Amazon would not allow you to reconcile it because they're still working on the shipment or you're working on the shipment. But once Amazon says it's closed, that means that's it. If there's any discrepancies, this is when you open the case. Um, so this is where the simplicity of this process can come in. If you just uh, filter your shipping queue by closed, all of the shipments that have been closed, you know, going back however many months you have or years you have um, is gonna show up on there. And the easiest way to determine if your shipment needs reconciliation or not um, is uh, two, three, four, five, the sixth and the seventh columns. Um, the sixth one says shipped, the seventh one says received. Um, so if your shipped column says you shipped 99 items and the received column says they received 99 items, you don't need to do anything about it. That there's no discrepancy there. Uh, but if you scroll down and maybe the fourth shipment down or the fifth shipment down says you shipped in, uh, 900 items and they received 898 items. Well, now there's a discrepancy of two units. So you have to determine what was missing and then open a case um, if there was truly something that was missing that you that you believe you shipped in. So let's take that as an example. So you have a, a shipment that there is a discrepancy on. So you just click on under the name column, uh, it's a live link. Um, so you just click the name of the shipment. Um, and what it does is it takes you into the uh, inventory, uh, into the shipment page. Uh, right there in the middle of the page, there's five links. Um, the one all the way on the right, uh, the fifth link, it says reconcile. So you click on that reconcile link. And what it does is it brings up exactly which SKUs you have sent in and how many you have shipped. And then right on, under the lo located column, it's going to show how many Amazon located and added to your inventory. And then the column next to it says discrepancy. And that's where you know that you had either uh, you know, you're missing some that you shipped in and Amazon says they didn't get it or there was extra where you said you shipped in 60 and they, they checked in 61. Um, so 
right next to that discrepancy is a action required dropdown menu. And it, it's this simple where you click on that and it's gonna tell you units not shipped. That means it's my fault. The units weren't shipped, reconcile it so that move my ship number down to match what Amazon has counted or it's missing and please research. So if you click on missing, please research, which is what the majority of them are gonna be, um, then scroll down and you'll see that they're gonna ask you, hey, um, uh, additional documentation required to research the shipment, proof of delivery, proof of purchase. You can upload your invoices in there. Generally speaking, even though it requires that, um, as a first step, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't send in, I wouldn't go and do all of, you know, find my invoice and ship it. If you have it readily available, it just makes it a lot easier to go ahead and do it. But if you don't, um, then just go down to the box three, step three, and put a little note saying, hey, this is the SKU. This is how many we shipped in. This is what the discrepancy is. Uh, please research the missing items. Um, and if you can't find it, please reimburse us. That's it. You don't need to get very technical or, or, or uh, th there's no reason to be, hey, hi, my name is this. Like just the Amazon doesn't like a lot of words. They want it short, sweet, precise, succinct, and to the, to the point. So um, just make sure you put the SKU on there, how many you shipped, what the discrepancy is, and then ask them, please find it. And if you can't find it, please uh, reimburses for it. And then you uh, submit that request. Once they receive that request, if they say, you know what, no, this is a shipment that we want to see proof of delivery or proof of purchase, then they will send you an email and say, hey, please send us this documentation. For the majority of them, they're not going to, they're just going to say, you know, you're right. We have re uh, researched this. Uh, there's two missing. We have reimbursed your account. Um, and then you can find the reimbursement on your uh, on your account on the reports uh, reimbursement reports page um, of your account. And it's literally that simple to to go through everything. I hope that sounds simple. It's just it's a <laughs> step by step process. But um, once you do it a few times, you will it just becomes sort of you know habitual. It's it's a uh, step one, step two, step three, and we're done. You know, just you go to the page, you. Determine if, you, if there's anything that needs to be reconciled. And if it's so, this is how you do it and you move on. Um, and again, like I mentioned earlier, once you get big enough to where you can spend your time or, or you can afford to pay somebody to do this for you, or you have a better, you know, you, the time that you're spending on your business, uh, you can spend it growing the business better than trying to reconcile the shipment. There are services out there that have automated this. Um, I, there's one that I like personally because uh, they started off as being just auto automated where it was just a bot doing it, but now they have a VA actually going in um, and do and uh, uh, filing the tickets for you. Most of the services, what they do is uh, they go through and they give you a report. Here's all the discrepancies that you have on your shipments. And then you have to one by one, open a case, open a case, open a case, open a case. And they, they pre-populate the, the, the boxes for you and you just have to one by one, click it and click it and click it. So, uh, but this, this service that I'm using, they have a VA that does it. They got smart and they, you know, they're making a lot more money by having <laughs> me not worry about it at all. Just once a, once a month, I think they sent me an invoice. Uh, and they're, the higher their invoice, the more money I'm getting. So that's um, an invoice I enjoyed receiving for a change. <laughs> for a change. <laughs> well, that's good stuff. Yeah. I think we covered it. So if you're 
watching this, you just watched Zuby go through all of that steps. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I invite you to go hop over, take a look at the YouTube channel and you'll be able to actually uh, see us talking and then also uh, see the steps within Seller Central to be able to um, do this also. Um, so we thank you for joining today. And uh, just, anything so, else? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Just one other caveat to this topic, uh, which is Amazon, um, there, there will come a time or there might come a time where you're going to get a notice from Amazon. And uh, what it says is it, it, it usually will tell you, hey, you need to go in and this shipment requires when, when you're going through the closed shipment uh, page, something will say, uh, some of them will say action required on your part. Um, and if you click on that, um, they're going to say, hey, there was a discrepancy where well, you said you, you sent in 50, but you actually sent in 54 or you said you know, there, there was a major discrepancy. And Amazon wants you to certify that you understand that this discrepancy, that it was your fault and that you take full responsibility for it. And you're going to, you agree to take steps necessary to make sure that this discrepancy doesn't happen or doesn't continue to happen. Uh, those are important. You want to be on top of those. If, if there's ever a red little link that says action required for anything on your account, jump on it right away. Uh, but it's one reason why you want to make sure you reconcile your shipments because once the time frame runs out, it's it's a lot more likely that Amazon will then send you a notice and say, "Hey, your your this shipment wasn't reconciled. There's issues with this shipment. Either there's too many shipped in or not enough. You said you sent you shipped a lot and there's not enough in, in the shipment. You need to take take uh, the blame for it or take responsibility for it. So um, it's just one of those things where it doesn't happen that often." Often, but there will come times if you have forgot to reconcile your shipments or for any reason there's a major discrepancy on there, Amazon will um, sort of slap you in the back of the hand saying you need to take responsibility for this. Nice. Any other last, uh, That's last it. items? We're good. That's it. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch yes. you next time. Thanks, Ubi. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to FBA Profits. Visit us at our website www.fbaprofits.us for more details like our Facebook group and Twitter for timely news and events.